This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. This podcast is brought to you by eHarmony, the dating app to find someone you can be yourself with. Why doesn't eHarmony allow copy and paste in first messages? Because you are unique and your conversations should reflect that eHarmony wants you to find someone who will get you. How are you going to know who gets you? If people send you the same generic conversation starters, they message everyone else. Conversations that actually help you get to know each other. Imagine that. Get who gets you on eHarmony. Sign up today. Hello and welcome to The Wretched Report, powered by the best of Barnsley and part of the TalkSpoke Networks of Fans. Um, if you're watching us on YouTube, you'll probably see there's a little window missing because there's just two of us. And <laughs> Steve is running late. He's promised us he will make it. We don't know if that's this week or next week, <laughs> but he will make it. Uh, but as all, do we need Steve? Is the question because we've got, as always, uh, the man with the best vlogs and blogs on the internet. It's Ian from the Tigers blog. Ian, good evening. Good evening, Carlo. How are we doing? Good. I'm yeah. good, yeah, I'm very well, thank you. All the better for uh, three points. It makes everything easier on a Thursday night. It's it, it's really strange, but it's like we've we we had a good run before Christmas that we started if you knew New Year and we're back in the swing of things, aren't we? And I think yes, the fixture we've had might have helped with that a little bit, but there's no yeah. you have to play everybody twice, so it don't matter. Um yeah. let's talk first then about the whole match last last weekend. They talked about <clears> wanting <throat> an atmosphere. The club tried all sorts beforehand to, to create that atmosphere. Khaled and uh one of the people from the board, they, they were in they, they were in the Ponty and uh singing and cheering. And uh I mean results-wise, you know, decent. Watters and, and, and Williams score for Barnsley, uh 2-0 win against Homer Cambridge. I mean, if you want to create an atmosphere, that's what the fans need, isn't it? Yes. Uh, I thought, by and large, it, it, it was a good day at the office, wasn't it? On and off the pitch. Yes, we'll talk about Waters' red card, which took the shine off it slightly. Um, but I was pleased for him to get a goal. And uh, Williams proving his worth again. Uh, and he ended up in the team of the week, didn't he? For, yeah. for, his, for his goal and stuff. Then you saw like the board members as the Pontiend Ultras in Top Gun. <laughs> <laughs> But to be fair, the, the, you know, I, I was watching it. I follow, and, and the noise—the noise was coming through. You know, you, you could hear it coming through. I thought, uh, I thought it helped massively when you go down, play what most of the more of the game with with ten men. So it really helped. So I think Duff had asked for it, the board had asked for it, the fans delivered, and the players delivered on the pitch, didn't they? In the end. Mm. We, we talked about Williams uh, last week and the week before, and I think it was Steve that mentioned like, like we, we we need that a little bit more. Obviously, Barry Cotter is now sort of lurking, yeah. you know, in in and around the squad on the bench at least. Um, well, the answer is cricket to the critics, didn't it? Because I'm telling you what, any striker couldn't have <laughs> couldn't have struck that cleaner as what Jordan Williams did, did he? 
Well, um, Luca Connell had a go at trying to beat it the other night, but, didn't he? Yeah, Paul yeah. Hale, I'll give him Always that. Yeah, he probably went over to Williams and said, "Yeah, I beat that one." <laughs> but oh yeah, really well taken. It weren't easy to get it down, and you know it fizzes out at you from from across and stuff. And you got all them bodies of players in front of you. Yeah, it's sweetly struck. It was uh, just what they needed. That. Mm. I might as well mention it now uh, before the swearing starts and Steve gets home. So, the, you know, Watters scores on seven minutes, which is a great way to start a match, let's say. Yeah. I know they outdid them again, like, a few days after when we scored in 26 or 24 seconds, but <laughs> seven minutes is, is decent, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and and I, I was commentating for Hospital Radio and I said he looks a very sort of physical striker. At times, I'm ju I just worry that because it's a thin line, isn't it, between mm -hmm. being physical and, and, and putting your weight about. Yeah. Um, and then we, we don't have the benefit of, of, of replays from, from where I sit, but from other press that were there, they said, you know, it, 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 it was a definite. First of all, how, how did you view it? Is that, do you think, a, a character trait that we need to watch out for? Is it something that happened that you think is probably just unfortunate? Or how did you view that incident? Yeah, I won't want to condemn the lad and say it's something that's a trait in him, and we've not seen enough of him. Um, I won't like to write the lad off and go, he's you know, he's a bit of a loose cannon. Um, I just it it, it it was an arty challenge. He deserved to go. Um, he made he weren't even looking at the ball. He was looking at the defender. Made no attempt to go for it and led with his arm. It was a straight red, no complaints. And I felt sorry for him really because he's he's, he's come and not been match fit gets himself match fit, scores after seven minutes, everything's looking rosy. Uh, and then that happens and it's a three-match ban and it's almost like snakes and ladders. He's, he's two steps forward, three back, isn't he? Um, so, yeah, I don't want to condemn the lad. It might just be an unfortunate situation. He wasn't like a marauding bull around the pitch from word go, was he? Kicking lumps out of everybody. I think it's just, I'm sure he'll learn from it. I'm sure he knows he's let himself down. Um, thankfully, it didn't. Uh, it wasn't too critical and we didn't drop points. Uh, and we've got players who can step up now has come back in, hasn't he, to replace him. So it's, we, we've got, and I'm, we may talk about this, but we've, we're starting to see a little bit of strength in depth now, um, which is going to be ideal as we get into the last third of the season. It is, because when you look at the bench now, it's made up of what I would call players that, you know, if, if, if you forecast your 11, you know, you probably think, well, he, you know, he, he does have a claim. They're all first-team player rather than making numbers up from the under-23s. And yeah. that's not being disrespectful to the no. under-23s. But at times, you did feel that they were only there just yeah. to fill a place. Um, I mean, and that, suppose, brings it down to, which we're going to talk about in a bit, that um, the, the transfer window mm. has been really successful because everybody is involved, at least, of, of being in the squad now, isn't it? Which is... Yeah. There was a lot made of, oh, well, the fit and can they play and all this. But if you look at the Watters, he came in, one of the first buys. Um, and like you say, extremely unlucky, isn't he? Because mm -hmm. Norwood's injured. He obviously gets the shout above, like, you know, Oli Shaw or Jalo or anybody. And then he, he's out for, 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 for three matches. And there's some big matches coming up as well. Yeah. But the strength in depth, um, you know, uh, we, we saw Jonathan Russell, um I mean, that's a man mountain, isn't it? We, we, we talked, <laughs> we, we talked about it before. Um, great to see that the players that were bought are actually already involved and didn't need that two, three week sort of sort of run up. Mm -hmm. um, how pleasing was it all that you get somebody sent off in the thirty seventh minute? I thought tactically he got his spot on, Duff, mm -hmm. by changing that formation. Because if I remember why, they put Williams and made it a back four. Was it like 
4-3-3, I think, that we're, yeah. no, not 4-3-3, 4-3-2 or whatever we started playing. Yeah. Um, how pleasing is it that you get somebody sent off in the 37th minute and we still managed to get a clean sheet and score another goal? Oh, yeah. You, 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 can't, you can't write it any better, can you? Um, granted, the opposition are in a bit of poor form, um, but that their tails must have gone up when, when Waters got sent off. They're only 1-0 down at that point. Um, but, yeah, it, it shows the other side of the players, the, the manager that they've had a think about it at halftime, had that reshuffled, come out second half and won both halves of the game and got the three points. A clean sheet is in the bonus. I think Harry Isted's not put, done much wrong since he's coming either. I don't know whether it's a, a policy with Duff that some of our signings are man mountains. <laughs> you know, you look at Bobby Thomas, you look at uh, Ollie Shaw's big striker, Waters. But no, I don't mean we're going being a big cloggers or anything like that far from it uh, we can play football but we've got some big lads in there right through the team and that's what you need in it you need a big strong spine in this division uh but yeah very pleasing good day at the office all round one you know to recover like that that could have gone horribly wrong yeah. and drop points against a, a poor cambridge side mm. and and it was uh you know there the, the was an atmosphere created by the fans which oh, which yeah. is good because this was it's a bit, a bit like a like a dress rehearsal, isn't it, for some of the big upcoming home matches that we've um, that we've got. So you know, Callard, the board, they, they can be pleased, can On the pitch, things went really well, and that that sort of radiated to, to off the pitch, and and, yeah. and people, you know, in full voice, everybody singing along to the fact that we just got to keep it going, keep it yeah. going. It needs momentum, doesn't it? We don't want a one-off. It's got, we know like the next home game is going to be. Dar uh, is it Derby, the next home one, and these 5,000 yep. away fans? So that's the big challenge. You've got to keep it going between now and the end of the season and build it up, not be a flash in the pan and it all go quiet again on from the board and from the fans as well. We need we need it at Oldwell to keep keep bouncing, don't we? Mm. And, and the atmosphere is one thing, but obviously results is, is, is another thing that we need to keep going, um, which then obviously they tried... Um, on uh, Tuesday night, Valentine's night, love was in the air at Port Vale. Uh, <laughs> well, definitely for the Reds. And if, if, when you talk about wanting a good start, and I know Port Vale are, are you know, struggling a little bit uh, with attendances and, and everything else. And um, to score in, I don't know if we're 24, 25, or 26 seconds, but in, in, in yeah. within half a minute, um, to score really set the store land in it. It, 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 it was, yeah. and at that point, I don't know about you, but I thought, you know, the other week when I forecasted the four nil and it never happened, I thought <laughs> this could be the one. Maybe I, I peaked too early. Um, <laughs> I mean, talk about the goal first. That's how we want to start matches, isn't it? Oh yeah, absolutely. And, and it was like the Cambridge game. You score early, you get a foothold in the game, don't you? Uh, somebody like uh, Cambridge at home, who may have played it KG straight away, they're on the back foot. Seven minutes, the one one nil down. You're in control of the game. Um, away at Port Vale, we knew it'd be tricky. We've, we, we saw it in the pizza cup, didn't we? They, they flew at us in that first half, dominated us and beat us comfortably. The pitch we knew was going to be ropey. Despite them being mid-table, they're a tricky, tricky place, uh, team and a tricky place to go to. We've not got a great record there at all. So to, to score after 25 seconds, it's like, oh, hang on a minute. This is just what we needed. Um, and it really did set the stall out for the, for the yeah. rest of the game. I suppose two things can happen then, can't they? You can either, you know, the, the, the opponent, I mean, I'm not saying they lose faith because you've still got 89 and a half minutes to play, but 
um, you either, you know, you, you, you grab the game by the throat and you, you go and try and score the second one, um, or the opposition almost feels like, well, we have to go for it now, you know, early on. Mm-hmm. And that's sort of what happened, wasn't it? Because Port Vale, sit, from minute two, let's say, really grew into the match, didn't they? They dominated yeah. possession, they found yeah. each other, and, and they were threatening at times. Um, oh, 14 yeah. minutes in, they got the goal. I mean, at that point, that was deserved, wasn't it? Yes, they did certainly were turning the screw a little bit. Um, we were on the back foot um, and a bit of a ding-dong game, really, wasn't it? Because then we end up like retaking the lead, but they really did cause us problems um, and deserve that equaliser. It's 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 another sort of side to the Michael Duff team, I suppose, that, that we saw Port Vale start like the Clappers, go a goal up, a little bit, not disorganised, but, but but the opponent is able to nullify our game and take control of the game and, and, and they then score. Seven minutes later, um, if I remember rightly, you know, Liam Kitchen, 21st yeah. minute, 2-1, it's, it's, it's all smiles again. And that's where that confidence is so, so, so important, isn't it? You know, we're on this yeah. run that we've not lost in four by that time. And knowing we can score goals... Um, I mean, Liam Kitchen, I, I mean, I tipped him for the Cambridge match and obviously he was nowhere to be seen. He peaked <laughs> late again, like I normally do. <laughs> and, uh, he, you know, he, he popped up again. And at that time, again, Barnsley in front and um, deservedly so. Yeah. the what, What's been good this season is when we have had blips in a season, we, we saw it when we lost at home 1-0 to Lincoln and lost at Fleet. Um, at Markham, we bounced back and had a great November and December. We had a bit of a shocking start to this year, not scoring in three games, getting beat 3-0, 3-0, 2-0. And we bounced back with this five-game unbeaten run. And I just think <clears throat> we can roll our sleeves up and mix it. We can play some expansive football when we want. We, we can really adapt. I think Duff's really um, brought his persona on the on the squad. We, we were... We were worried we might. We were worried we might. Evening, Stephen. Morning. <laughs> <laughs> Look, no hands. Evening, boys. Sorry, sorry, <laughs> sorry about that. Hands. Sorry about that. Another later. Uh, what can well, I at say? Not prem- at least he's not premature. He's not hey, no better. Euthanasia <laughs> for the other 70s. That's what I say. Oh, go, Steve. Don't. Don't. <laughs> we're already recording, mate. Let's, let's just leave it there. Oh, now you tell me. <laughs> But, carry on, but, boys. Carry on. Forget I'm here. Well, we'll, we'll bring you in now, Steve. We're talking about Port Vale. Fantastic start, 1-0. We, we then sort of get a little bit disorganised. Port Vale, um, you know, on the up, they, they score an equaliser. Kitchen then uh, puts us back into the lead. And then uh, another player you talked about last week, um, you know, we talked about maybe Russell coming in for Phillips. You questioned Phillips. He answered your question there again with another goal, Steve. Steve, yeah, and if he's going to come off bench and score, I'm quite happy with that. I'll be yeah. quite honest. Um, I mean, I, I'm, I'm assuming you've already spoke about uh previous game yeah. where he were on and didn't do a great deal at all. So maybe he's, he's you know, <laughs> make your mind up. Um, for me, uh, you know, if, if that's what he can do coming off bench, mm. I'd have him coming off bench. Um, mm. I didn't, I didn't watch. Uh, Tuesday night's game because stream was up and down and in and out and it were it were rubbish to be quite honest. Um, obviously, sort goals. Um, that's got to be up there with 
I would have thought goal at season this season, uh, the way that he took that. Um, but yeah, um, after Saturday's performance, I just wondered whether they'd just play with ten men on Tuesday night because that's all they needed, weren't it? <laughs> you talked about the goal. I mean, the Comal goal we just said. Um, Watter scores in the seventh minute at home to Cambridge, and we think that's a fantastic start. And then Connell goals five days later. I, I did it in 30 seconds. Jordan Williams scores a perler, a perler of a shot from outside the area at home to Cambridge. And, um, you know, Luca Connell again says, oh, look at this. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's, it's great to see that the goals are now coming from all over. Um, just a quick word for you, now that you're here. We, we talked earlier about the Wattis incident. Um, unfortunate, deserved a red, but we can't really sort of, you know, you, you, you can't write him off for that, can you? These things happen. And um, there's been plenty of Barnsley players that, that, that's that got a red card on their home appearance or on their home debut that um, have gone on to make quite a name of themselves. Our old number 27, Alex Mowitz, just as a, a starter for them. There's been others. Yeah. Um, it, it was a red card, Steve, but, you know, hopefully he'll learn from this and come back, what, a, a better, more controlled player? Or how do you view that one? No, I don't. I don't think he'll come back as a better, more not necessarily a better. He'll not come back as a more controlled player because it's same as Norwood, isn't it? If you remember when Norwood got sent off a few matches ago, um, every now and again that red mist descends, and if if you're that type of player and that type of temperament, boom, it happens. It's done, and and you sat off for three games. Um, yeah, he'll he'll regret doing it. I'm sure he does. But he'll, yeah, he'll come, he'll, he'll come back into the side. Um, I still think he needs to show that uh, he's worth his place. Uh, you know, for as much running about and what have you as Cole and, and Norwood are doing, the, you know, the, the the keeping is there. So, such as Watters and Shaw have, have really got to, to put a shift in to sort of dislodge them. But, uh, yeah, nailed on, nailed on red card. Um, silly boy, don't do it again. It'll not affect him at all. It's it's part and parcel of his mech up, same as it is with Norwood. They expect a red card every now and again. And it's same as, oh, in some matches he'll get away with it, in some matches they don't. And that was just one that he didn't. Yeah. Um, f- forgot to mention as well that on, I think it was Saturday, actually, some of the teams around us sort of dropped some points, or, or last Tuesday, I can't remember which one it was. Uh, table looking healthy, Barnsley, uh, 29 games played. Uh, of 53 points, but a point behind Derby, but they, we have got a game in hand. Um, and we're four points below Ipswich and two games on hand on those. So, obviously, um, before Derby come to town, um, there is the, um, well, I suppose it's the Michael Dove homecoming, isn't it? Uh, back to his old town, uh, his old stumping ground. Well, this is home still anyway, isn't it? That's where, that's where wife and, and, and children still uh, live. Um, at home, a half-decent, comfortable victory over Cheltenham. Um, is there anything to suggest that Saturday will be different, Steve? Um, no, do you know what? I don't think it is. You mentioned teams around us. I think Ipswich are hitting a bit of a poor patch, which is good for us and poor for them. Same with Derby. Derby's dropped a few points. Um, I'm hoping we've had our blip um, and we can come back and just keep getting stronger and stronger. Uh, down to 10 men and played brilliantly. Um, played really well Tuesday night for most part at game. And I think we're hitting sort of momentum probably at the right time for March because, let's face it, March is going to be make or break for the season, to be quite honest. Mm-hmm. 
so no, I, I, I think they'll carry that through. They'll carry that uh, positivity through. And, I, you know, I, for me, another three points on Saturday. Yeah. Um, in the news this week, uh, Ian, Luke Thomas is going to travel again with the squad. Um, Michael Duff saying, he, he, you know, he, he's, he's quite an extrovert. He needs to be around people. You know, he inspires people. Um, is it sort of written? So we won one nil at home. Uh, versus Cheltenham, uh, a, goal, a goal scored by Luke Thomas. Um, bit of a fairy tale, wouldn't it, if he were to come on for the last 10, 15 minutes and, and, and not the winner? Um, they've got one win in five. We're unbeaten in five, four wins, one draw. Um, comfortable away, victory. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. See you again. <laughs> I'll go as far as say, I think we'll have to work hard for it. I, I, I'm like Steve. I think we'll. I think ultimately the class should show. I think they'll be spirited. They'll want to uh, make a point against their old manager. There's no doubt about that. It'd be, you know, totally expectant of of them to be like that. But I think really, I think we've got to match them for work rate, which I'm sure we will. And I'm sure Duff will warn us, warn our players about that. But I think really, when over 90 minutes, we should have too much for them. We're scoring goals. Right through the team, you know, when we try and predict a scoreline and a goal scorer, not that we're rubbish at doing it, which we probably are a little bit, but you just never know. It could be kitchen, it could be a midfielder, then a striker pops up. Um, so I think I think we should have too much for him on the day. Um, and with Wickham playing Bolton, it's a real chance to um, gain on one or both of them as well, which would be handy. Yeah. Um, you first and Steve, would you make... Um, would you make any changes to the team that started against Port Vale on uh, on Tuesday for this one? Is there anybody that you th- you thought obviously um, Russell came off uh, for, for Phillips, so that that was a change. I don't know if you look at those two, they are sort of different, I suppose, isn't it? Russell for me is far more that central midfield. He, 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 you know, he can play a pass. He's there to stop him coming. Phillips at times probably goes a little bit more forward. Um, would you make any changes, or would you start within that midfield? Which would, would you leave Phillips? No, in I think or? I think I think I'd, I'd I'd go with the same team. I suppose the only thing that I may I, I, well, obviously I'm not going to change, but it seemed that Russell actually played in what I would have called Connell's position, and Connell played more on left, um, Kane on right, which suited Kane, by the way. Um, and although Connell did score a great goal, I still think Connell plays better in that more sitting defensive position. And when Russell went off, Con- Connell dropped back, Phillips came on, 
I, I just think Connell looks a bit looks a better player there. Not that he's not an absolutely brilliant player anyway. Um, I don't know whether it gives him a bit more time. He gets stuck in. He can find a pass from there. Um, that might be the only change I, I, I would make and, and just let Russell maybe push forward that little bit more. I don't know. The two, two very different, but then again, in some respects, two similar players, aren't they? Yeah. Um, any, any changes for you? I mean, the future's quite bright, isn't it? Because we're now already discussing some of these January, you know, people that have come in. Um, you know, should, should they be part of the starting level? What, do you see it the same as Steve, Ian? I do. I think the only question mark is that Phillips or Russell. I agree with Steve. We've said it even when Phillips went on that run in November, December, when he got, I think he scored some like four or five games in a row. He's not your 90-minute man, but he'll go no. and score a perler. So is he an impact player? Or is he a 60-minute man? I've not worked out where he is, and, I'd, and I'd, I'm not pouring cold water on his goals, and he's chipped in really well. But if you want a solid 90-minute performance, he's not quite your man, but he'll probably, he'll probably win a game. He, he's, he's that, isn't he? He's chalk and cheese. So do you, it depends on the fitness of Russell. I think that's the only spot, and I do. I agree with, Con, with Steve Reed Connell. It's almost like he's our quarterback. He's just yeah. in front of the defence, and he's got all in front of him to look at. And he can turn back and he protect the back three. He can give it to the back three, get it back and have it, reassess it. And he can ping balls. And he always arrives late in the box or the edge of the box to fire in like he did the other night. And I'd play him in that central role. But other than that, I think the team's picking itself. But the, the bench is much stronger. Uh, we're in a much better position now than we were last couple I'm like it. I'm liking the look of this new keeper as well, I've got to be I honest. Guess. Yeah, um, just, I was just going to mention, we've mentioned his oh, name once, yeah. but uh, a lot's been made about Collins. He's out for a month or so. Harry Eisted got the... Here's uh, the your chance, Harry. You know, yeah, here's yeah. your in, chance. In one of the groups on Twitter, the, the group chats, his, his dad, Harry Eisted's dad's actually in the group um, and saying that, you know, he's he's absolutely he's absolutely loving it. He is out of contract at Luton under this, uh, under this season, yeah. so potentially. Um, yeah, I mean, for him. He's 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 been called upon a couple of times and he's he's been there. Um, he let a goal in that was, couldn't be helped, but it, his head didn't go down. I think his distribution, um, I am you know, is 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 can't say second to none, but at times I feel easier than with, with Collins and nothing against Brad Collins because he's been solid. But with Iceland, I don't feel twitchy bum at times like he's going to yeah. drop a clanger. I There's a lot more confidence. Way. There's a lot more confidence in Eisted, I think. You look yeah. at way he carries himself on pitch uh, and, and the way he, he sort of patrols his area uh, with, his, with his back three, back five. Um, it, I, th I think he just he makes you feel safer. Mm. I, I certainly, I watch him and like you said, with Collins at times, balls used to come through, he'd come rushing out of his area. Nine times out of his ten, he'd get rid of, he'd get rid of ball and that, that's fine. But you always thought that it, he, weren't always, he weren't always there or on ball, whereas we Eisted, I've got a lot more confidence mm. in just the few games that I've seen him in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. He seems, um, he, he seems a really good addition. And obviously the hope is then, well, you would presume with, with Walton going to um, to Luton, um, you know, he could do a job for us, couldn't he? He, he seems yeah. very short. And it's and I suppose what helps as well is he's got a very settled back three in front of him that, that know the role, you know, yeah. um, inside out. Um, right, little bit then. Um, 
Callard, CEO, uh, did an interview with the BBC Radio Sheffield, talked about loads of things. Apparently, there had been bids for players. They were able to turn them all down because of the cash injection that happened into the club by board members at the start of this season. Um, talked about having a, tr- a successful transfer period. And I think you'd have to say we have because everybody that's, that we brought in is, is, is either starting or on the bench and able to, to, to play. You know, we might have seen, but we've seen a bit of uh, Barry Cotter. Oli Shaw came on the other day. Waters scored. And I saw Barry off. Cotter yesterday, funnily enough. Walking up past oh, yeah. one stop, up round back of uh, back of Shamble Street, he got uh, a twelve pack of cores in his hand. So I'm sure he were on for a good after. I I, I nearly pulled the car over and went with him, but obviously <laughs> he'd either been down Oakwell or something. But yeah, so big shout out to Barry. I hope you enjoyed your drink. <laughs> well, it's, I would presume he might be in one of the apartments at Gateway Plaza because we know the club's got a couple of apartments there. So he's, he's probably been put up in that one. Um, it's been a successful period. We, we talked about it for Bobby Thomas. We're not even talking about it no more, but it's the lad alone who's been a godsend. Uh, really, really tightened up on the defence and, and chipped in with a couple of goals already. Uh, we talked a little bit about uh, Jonathan Russell, and, and I'm sure, you know, if, if we can ignite that spark, we'll have a fantastic player. On the other way, though, interesting piece from you today, Ian, mm-hmm. that the yeah. loan actually is working really well the other way as well. Jasper Moon. Um, it, it's it's funny, aka uh, Beckenbauer. <laughs> yeah, no. always said it. Always said it. Great player. <laughs> Obviously, it's half term, and therefore I'm not working. But when I when, it, when I go to work every morning, I leave my house at twenty past seven, and he drives past, and then Stalking. we get to the junction. Stalking he goes east, towards the end. You drive past him, not he's, he's No, 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 no. <laughs> and he's doing well, Ian. He's, he is. He got man of the match. Is this yeah. maybe what he needed, or? Is yeah. this maybe the change? Sometimes, you know, a, a change, a different club, maybe not as much pressure on him. Um, it, it's been good for him. It has. Um, th- a couple of the, the Burton fans who gave us his, uh, their opinion on him, he played three games. They've been on this winning run. He's in this three. Plays alongside one of their best centre-halves. who gives them that confidence. But they're just saying that they don't know whether, you know, is it that fresh start, new motivation, they also said maybe, and we've said this before, smaller crowd that's not on his back. We've said it before, haven't we, with Civic and um, a few others that even Anderson in the early days, you get the ball and especially in championship, you've got 14,000 and they're all moaning at you behind the ponty end. It can be nervous for a young lad, but fair play to him. It seems to have reinvigorated him and, and they're, they're over the moon with him. They're doing um, I like it over the moon, William. Like uh. <laughs> but yeah, like, like what they did with Big Vic, it's a, you know, he got 12 goals and a, and a half a million pound move. Uh, moon's flying and uh, doing well. And um, Steve, obviously, you know, he's, he's doing well for us at the moment. He is in, in, in the sort of packing order. You know, Cumbly's well, get to still, it, get to it. Cumbly's probably still in front of him. What I'm saying is, if they were to buy him, we'd probably sell him. Yes, simple answer. Um, for me, whatever we can get for him, I would take and put towards Thomas to keep to keep Bobby Thomas because he's been outstanding since he's come. Um, he's just the sort of player that fits in you can see he's got you know we talk about sweat on shirt and uh blood on his socks if you want um and and he's he's definitely stepped in for us 
uh, I'd be pulling all stops out to get him to stay. And if that meant selling Moon, get what you can for him, and and you know, you'd you'd wonder, wouldn't you? Are we are we hoping and praying that Burnley get promoted? Because no disrespect to Bobby Thomas, he's not likely to be a first pick in the Premier League, is he? And no. they're likely to then want to buy as well to dip, to cope with being in the Premier League. So if they actually go up, <clears throat> there's a good job. There's a good chance he may be surplus to requirements of Burnley. Yeah. So if we can kind of, this might be what he's thinking and what what Duff's thinking, and we might. Do we know what sort of contract he's on at Burn, Burnley? Has, has he no. got a long time left? Or? I just know. I just know Moons is up in the summer, so we're probably not going to get anything for him because he's he's literally up. So he'll probably go for for now, but. I'm not sure with Thomas, but I, I think if they go up, which they look like they're going up, he's not likely to be playing in Premier League, would he? he wouldn't be playing in League One, would he, if, if he was going to be playing in Prem for them? Bobby <laughs> Thomas has got a contract that will keep him at Burnley until 2024. So he's got another year on his contract. Another, but that would be his final Tom. year. And in fairness, just the wages and everything. And, you know, if he wants to play Championship football, which obviously he wants to do, then, you know, a great way. For, well, it serves both purposes, doesn't it? He gets yeah, what he yeah. wants. And... I suppose you're, you, you've hit nail on head there, Carl, to be honest. His wages, what will he be on at Burnley? And no matter how much we like him and like what he's done, could we afford him? Well, it, it's interesting because Burnley are not, you know, splash the cash kind of, but they will be far more than, than probably what we could offer him. I suppose what Duff maybe if... Because he knows the club and knows that, you know, he might, he might just play for us a year and maybe yeah. be able to get that move. I mean, it, it, listen, we don't know, but... It, he's, yeah, probably, he's, just, he's, he's probably one of the deals that might be reliant on if we go up. Yeah, definitely. You, yeah. Maybe, you know, definitely. Um, that's I'm, the problem with that. But yeah, keep him. I'd love him to stay. Oh, 100%. Future captain, tell you now. Um, <laughs> no, Connell's future captain. You can't say that at no, every yeah. player that you like. Con- <laughs> that's cheating. <laughs> If Connell plays like this next season, I can see a big bit coming in and, and him doing well elsewhere. But listen, um, start thinking about the uh, score forecast um, against Cheltenham, um, which I'm going to ask you about in a minute. Um, <coughs> just uh, looking even further ahead, um, the home game with Derby, the, the, the club wants colour. Uh, they want people to bring the scarves. They want to fill up well, not with scarves, but with people wearing scarves. Lots and lots and lots of colour. Um, which that made me think, I know they're doing a lot before kickoff. We know this. We said it last week. Fantastic. Whether it's worked, I don't know, but they've tried a lot. Goal music. Steve, you are our um, resident... Um... I'm glad you went to Steve first. <laughs> <laughs> what, you know when you said before... Well, is this when the, for when the score, is this what we're yeah. saying? Yeah, because I think when the score obviously we clap anyway, but sometimes with some music it's proper. You know what I mean? It 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 just doubles in sort of intensity, doesn't it? What sort of goal music would you like to? Say? So I'm thinking like, you know, the Fratellis, da, 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 you know, where everybody's yeah, singing yeah. and dancing and there's movement all the white, and all that. White stuff, stripes, so. white, yeah, Seven Nation Army, yeah. Steve, what what? What do we need? What what do we need against that? Because that is one of them. 5,000 fans. Well, for a start, what we need is a football club that listens to us about music, don't we? Let's be honest. Because um, knowing, knowing where this conversation is going to go, we'll end up with a bloody clapping song for every time we score a goal. But no, obviously not. Um, yeah, it's got it's got to be... <laughs> Birdie's song will be really good. Let's face it, you need some... Ice hockey. I went to ice hockey a few times last year. Not last year, before. Um and every time they score, they have 
they play music nearly all the time and it's it's short sharp boom so you haven't got time for no quick build no slow build up or out like that ball it's back at net and it's got to be there and it's got to be somewhat memorable um which which makes it difficult really when you think about it i don't know what the rules are but a couple of seasons ago, when my daughter was playing, I went to watch quite a few uh, 2020 cricket at uh, Headingley. And, mm. you know, when, when somebody hits a four, it's just four. Come. And I know, oh, well, we play when a goal's gone in. But can't, I know this, you know, if the opposition has a, has, has a shot at goal and it goes six foot over and nine feet wide, is there not something you can, is there not something you can play then? I don't, I don't know what the rules, I don't know what the rules are, but Probably just because of... no, that, that might be a little bit too much when you think about it, won't it? Because <laughs> let's face it, if, if one of their players hits a ball and you stood behind net and it goes however high and however wide, we're not bothered about music because we're too busy waving at him, aren't we? With certain <laughs> hand gestures, let's be honest. I'm, I'm, I'm just, I, I thought, and I can remember going to, going to Headingley, and I don't even do cricket that much, and actually thinking, right. Why is there a better atmosphere? And I know cricket is short burst, isn't it? Somebody bowls, somebody bats, and there's a bit of frantic, you know, activity, and then it's still again, and then we're waiting, and then they bowl again. So I suppose it lends itself more to having music. But there was a fantastic atmosphere, you know. I'm thinking when Derby come, you know, how many goals have we, how many goals have we scored against Derby? I was just going to say <laughs> you've got to, you've got to score before you can play music. It's not, it's not a basketball match. <laughs> when, the, when, the te- when the teams come on, you know the things that throw the flames are. Just to build something because no, no, no. bringing our jerry cans. Remember, we mentioned oh, there it. we <laughs> go. You see, I've got some matches and some four star. Don't worry about that. Bit of unleaded, get it on because and again, <laughs> do they know, still we... get four star? <laughs> well, the people will be like, What's he going on about? Because <laughs> they, they talk about atmosphere. Don't forget, those players come out of the tunnel, and the first thing they hear, the first thing they hear till they get to about the halfway line, is the 5,000 derby fans. Because there's nobody in the West Stand, the East Stand is too yeah. far, and and not so the the one thing they hear, even the Barnsley, the first thing they hear, and the one thing they hear, until they get to the halfway line, it's Barnsley fans shouting and screaming because the Barnsley fans are stood like this, clapping the time rider, you know. <laughs> so I just I just think more more. Listen, I just think we'll put it out there. Nobody will listen, but if the club, you know, have to think about doing something during the match rather than before kickoff, and then it just sort of drops down. Your your obvious one, I suppose, for if if they do score, and obviously we are relying on them scoring, is a bit of Spandau Ballet, because it sounds very, very similar, doesn't it? Well, but would you have something different for players? So if Devante Cole scores, go, go. Everybody's going, go, go. You would, wouldn't you? Yeah. I mean, yeah. so if Luca Connell scores, do we play Tell Me Ma? Tell Me Ma. <laughs> 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 well, is, is that not a racist comment, that, Carl? No, it's Irish. It's Irish. <laughs> it's like, it's, you know, when we play Derby, he's going to come up against Conor Horahan. It's going to be you know, the, the battle of the Irish midfielders. Um, right, enough about Derby. Let's go first things first. Cheltenham away. Um, well, Duff's first love against his second love. Um Steve, seeing as you came in late, you'll get penalised with the first prediction. First Barnsley goal scorer, full-time result, please. Did I not say for last Saturday's game that Watters had scored? Because you oh. were going to listen back to last week's show, didn't you? And yeah. I'm sure that I did. Yes, you did. But then again, I'm not that sure because yes, I'm old and my brain's I, I, gone. I listened back and you did. 
Um, I think this Saturday it will be um, 2 0. I'm going to go 2 0 this Saturday. Uh, and I'm going to go with. Uh, oh dear, I don't want to drag it out too. I haven't got a, I haven't got a flipping clue. Is what I haven't got. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what? Stuff it, Connell. Connell's going to have another one. He's going to have a runner, a couple of games with a goal, a goal a game. Very good, Ian. I'm going to go Bobby Thomas, and I think it'll be a two-goal advantage, but one-three-one. I was going to go 3 1. I will go 3 1 because I am. No, I'll tell you what, I'll go 3 0. I'll go 3 0, Devante Cole. Because, you know. Um, <laughs> we know that. Just, I saw a lot of different opinions about Devante Cole. Um, I've stayed in my client, I'll say it again. I think he works incredibly hard. Sometimes, lack of service or people around him, plays with different strikers. I, I, I saw a tweet like, what's he doing in a red shirt? But to me, he he works sometimes it's to work off the ball as well, isn't it? He works defenders, he makes them chase. Would you start the Venticol or do you actually say no go with Norwood and, and, and Shaw or who, who would you go with? Who would you go with up front this week? Cole and Norwood. Yeah, I would. I think it works that he does a lot that's unseen that people don't see and therefore criticize him. Yes, we'd like to see more goals out of him. But his work rate, the way he joins up play. And I just think, obviously, Waters is suspended. Shaw's not quite up to speed yet. Um, <clears throat> I'd give him another few games. Unless these new lads suddenly come in and start scoring, then you might have a decision to make. I'd, I'd keep it I'd keep it the same too. Yeah. Same too with Teddy, Teddy Chomp bench. I'd like to see yes. a bit more of Teddy. Now he's back, yeah. let's see a little bit more of him. Duff's raving about him, isn't he? What I say, Duff's saying he don't know what they've done, but he feels like there's a different player that's come different back. And role, I think yeah. that's probably the one that he brought in. But um, yeah, worked very hard when he came on um, in the last match. Lads, thank you very much. Um, let's hope for that uh, another away victory, um, whether it's 2 0, 3 1, or 3 0. As long as Devante Cole scores first, don't really matter what the uh, <laughs> how many goals that we score. Um, and then we'll be back next week. It'll be interesting because we, we, we're we then going in a run where besides Bristol Rovers, we then see the likes of Derby coming. We've got Portsmouth coming. We've got Plymouth coming. We're going away to um, Wickham. So all the teams either just below us or straight above us, we play like in a, in a row. So that's going to be interesting. Steve, thank you much for joining us eventually this evening. I'll try and, uh, I'll try and be on time next week, sir. That's, don't, <laughs> don't, don't, don't worry about it. I know you said you were at your mum's, but I'm pretty sure you watched the end of the Man United game. But it's, it's okay. Don't no, I didn't watch any of it, to be quite honest. Mate. I don't even know what final score. I don't even know well, what final we score was. Well, we, we stopped watching when it was 2-2. So, um, what are you joking? You're joking, aren't you? No, no, no. no. I think it's finished 2 2. I think it's finished 2 2. Uh, I know, uh, I know Rashford should have had a penalty apparently because I listened to it on radio. Uh, it finished 2 2. Wow. Oh, look. No, Carlo, it's gone on to something else. Who's that? Who's that woman? That picture of that woman is what's she doing with that? Carlo, take your phone down. We're recording. Delete your search history. <laughs> what a sh- that's a disgrace, that. Listen, you know the job that Ian's got. Stop it. Right, anyway, you've been listening to The Reds Report uh, with Ian from the Times Blog and Steve. My name is Carla van der Watering. Thank you very much for listening. We are powered by... Time to go. Bye. Bye. <laughs>
Talksport Fan Network. The ultimate on-demand destination for the UK's best fan-led football podcasts. Want barnstorming Barnsley insight analysis and opinion? Follow the Reds Report podcast on the Talksport Fan Network. Unbeatable club-dedicated content created by the fans for the fans. Search Talksport Fan Network.